like to build up all the uh, all the anticipate. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. Let's say hypothetically that I don't know anything about fly fishing. Yeah, right? It was like this instant eight-way man crush. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the fence. Yeah. The time we've been doing this podcast, I've never seen Uncle Buck perk up his, his dolphin procreation. <laughs> Like you just flipped up out of your chair. Yeah, he just blew out his blow. <laughs> what are you talking about? And that's pretty much my dream coming true is to actually meet you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm the humblest Shy guy I know. Humble. Work and do uh, trade shows in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. You meet some pretty wild guys. You blew it! <laughs> I'm the worst PR person ever. Fire me. <laughs> Welcome back. We are smack dab right in the current. How's it going, everybody? Good, Bucky. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. Before we get further, who do we have with us tonight? Hey, I'm Ryan. This is Dave. I'm Catfish. I'm Kyle. I'm Steve. I'm Will. Did I just hear seven of us? Seven. It's a special day. Full house. Lucky number. I don't know if we should do math when we're recording, bud. Yeah. Yeah. One, two. Buckle my shoe. Here we go again, guys. (laughs) I didn't start it this time, though. Thank God. (laughs) Where are we going with this? But it's been a week, and I I don't even, I'm still reeling from last week. In the years. In the years. Uh, no, but in seriousness, I'm still pinching myself from last week, guys. What um, happened last week again? Oh, man. Uh, it was... it was. Take us through your... Now that you've had time to... Reflect. Re- sit down, you know, have a breather, kind of just kept, take it all in. What happened, bud? Somebody was kind enough to arrange a hunting trip for me to down to Hartwood Outdoors with Tracy Groves and company... Here in November, smack dab, and Tracy said he's going to try to put it in the middle of the rut. Yeah, yeah. That's something. And wow, what an opportunity, guys. Yeah. You're going to... Could be a big year for me. And How excited are you, Buck? Um, <laughs> is it, I mean, you're, you're not really showing it now. Like, no, are you I'm, thinking about getting loud? I, I, I'm wanting to get loud for that. It's, it's archery season starting on Saturday. I'm ready to to deer hunt more than I ever have. I just am trying to keep a calmness about it and restrain because I don't want to do the typical Bucky, you know, loud and, you know, I'm just trying to condition myself. I got a feeling. Everybody. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm out in the woods. Everyone's going to kill everything. It's going to be great. I like loud Bucky. I, I want to be loud. I like God, loud who Bucky. Is the, who is this more guy than that we're talking to? And I love to be loud, but just get loud yeah, for me. On. Just give, once. give us one. Come on. He wants it, bud. Give it to him. Are you, are you want to get loud? We, yes. Let's yeah. get loud. Come on, Bucky. Come on, Bucky. Hey, it's about to be archery season. Thank you. It is upon us. Yes. What What makes you more ready this year than ever? Uh, I've done some little bit of upgrading. Uh, I've had some great... Do tell. Uh, some arrows like we talked about last week. A uh, little bit... Uh, what was your GPI? G- GPI? Yeah. How many GPIs you Prince got? Prince, 7.3. 7.3 was his old ones. Oh, man. Were my old ones and... I don't even, I can't even remember. Eight? Eight, eight, 
eight point six. Oh, that's a two good niner, choice. Two oh. nine or five. <laughs> And three one thousandths. Did I hear a niner in there? Yeah. You might have. <laughs> but uh, it's here. Uh, just a thousand things going through my head. Uh, like it's now to the point of, is everything ready? It's hours away Right. Now. It's, yeah. yeah. 48 hours away. The countdown has begun. Right. And in the morning, smell more and more. Tis the season, if you will. Um, wow. The, the only thing that, that's throwing a question mark into it is what is all this rain going to do to these guys it's, mean, gonna, it's gonna make them wet yeah <laughs> they're not yeah. thirsty i'll tell you that yeah, much that, is uh, it supposed to rain this weekend no no it's actually supposed to be very nice on saturday from what i've been seeing so you're just saying like over In, the yeah yeah over the course of the summer being a wet summer yeah like it has that i hunt some low-lying areas and my stands are unhuntable the grass and the, the the hay fields that are normally cut are waist high. The water's ankle deep. I was there the other week, and yeah. there's just zero deer activity. We're typically deer bedding in those areas and eating mm-hmm. corn, and like they're they're higher ground. But then again, we've never had this much rain in like the history yeah, of Pennsylvania. Years. The deer patterns yeah. are different. So uh, yeah, I'm afraid that the and you guys can maybe add to this or not. I have no clue. But wouldn't the acorns Go uh, turn, you know, quicker, being so wet and gross. Probably rot quicker. Yeah, so I mean, laying on the wet ground. Yeah. You'd think. Yeah, you would think that they would. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'll last long on the ground. Yeah, but I don't know that the extra rain is going to help the mast, you know, produce better or worse. I don't know that it'll change that. Sure. The one thing I, I have noticed is like a lot of the trees and like the corn and the beans are with with it being as wet as it's been a lot of the trees are already dropping their leaves and it's like it almost seems like the middle of october and here we are just the end of september right and even even the acorns themselves i mean i walked back in my woods and you were there saturday will and i mean i was it's littered with acorns right now yeah i've been digging handfuls of leaves out of my boat every day if and it's in my driveway they're falling fast and they're not orange they're not yellow they're just falling yeah Hmm. I got a question for you. So hit it. S- Saturday is supposed to be beautiful day, bluebird sky day, and Sunday the same. So normally, um, I've been kind of picking up on some different similarities between, like, say, bass fishing and deer hunting. For some reason, it, it, I don't know. Maybe an animal just behaves like an animal. You know that universally. Anyway, oh, gotcha. Um, so the the typically the first nice day, like high pressure day after a long rainy stretch, is not really good fishing. It normally takes a couple days of that until that, in my experience, until that improves. Is that the same with deer activity? Like, or it would after you know a week of raininess and then you have a beautiful day on Saturday? Would you expect to see? The, I, More or my less. honest opinion about this week first of all it's a full moon right now mm-hmm. it's bright oh, boy. I mean you can walk around at 2 in the morning and it, it's it's. I mean we can kick that dead horse all we want it's it's rained there's no doubt about it. it's rained every day at some point for a long time but mm-hmm. that really doesn't change deer movement you know deer live in the rain you know it's, it's almost, you know, I don't know how to 
I mean, like storms, thunderstorms, snowstorms, they'll try to get out of it. You know, I think bunker down under pine trees, get in thickets and things like that. But I think the full moon's going to hurt this weekend more so than the rain. Really? I, I, think- I agree. Like, I, that's the one thing I've been looking at, that it's going to be the moon as anything is going to affect us. The deer can see at night anyhow. Put the full moon out, it's, day, it's daytime to them. So why move at all? In daylight hours when they can walk around all night. So. Yeah, and I think uh, there's going to be, there's food and water everywhere. I mean, it's not, you know, it's just there's been a long travel, yeah. growing, you know, season. You know, there's a lot of food, a lot of water, a lot of we, everything. We were saying that the, I've noticed, like I was out one time so far, and the leaves are dropping, but the undergrowth of small vegetation at their level to eat is still really thick and really green. So yeah. that's that's what I noticed, you know, more than anything. Like there, There's a lot of food. Like acorns are there, but there's still plenty of greenage at their level to eat. Well, we've never had mm-hmm. grass growing at the rate it is in October. Tell me about October, it. Like it does in May. Right. Like yeah. Normally my ground's cracking and my, my grass is dead by now. So it's. I think really what's going to be – and really challenging but great part of this year is the fact that a lot of your experienced you know veteran archery hunters are going to have a challenge this year and get to learn a lot about something that's really never happened here which is you know 24 24 hours a day rain some (laughs) days and definitely seven days a week saturday's like you know a god blessing though i mean it's it's rained for a month and then first day of archery comes and god's like Turn it off for a day. Let yeah. the boys have their fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, and luckily, it's not going to rain Sunday for those deer that are hit late, finding them in the morning. So I think yeah. we've been blessed with that. I think the guys – I honestly think guys will have to push a little harder this year and stay in stands longer to to, to get it done. I yeah, mean, it's going to be a tougher season. Yeah, It definitely yeah. is. But to answer Stevie's question specifically, I think the deer will rebound quicker from weather than the fish would so if it takes really? if it takes fish a couple days to start biting again fish weather change sparks movement so right. you know they'll they'll react to it much quicker if hmm. you've if you got two or three days of a solid rain that next morning afterwards when it does clear up the pressure changes they'll be out they'll be on their feet perfect yeah. and to tie in with what ryan said too usually with the weather fronts moving in or out you have a big temperature swing and that too I've noticed, at least in my experience, when you have that big swing, usually to the downside is when it really sparks deer movement too. Mm-hmm. You know, we we talked a little bit about food sources. What my last question of the night? What are deer eating yeah, specifically? Right. Like in this thing, you know, in September, when do they switch to? Or how does that normal? I know there's different food sources, but Stromboli's. Other than calzones, <laughs> when do they switch from stromboli's to calzones? <laughs> it really depends. I mean, what's available? We're talking about lo- just Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for for us, right? Well, yeah, that that's it. It depends on what area you're in. Like if you're hunting up in the mountains, like mm-hmm. in, you know, Caledonia, you know, up in northern Pennsylvania, you know, they're eating acorns. If they're not in crop fields, you know, they're Right now, they're in cornfields. They're in. So you know, they be eating acorns because there's no, there's no greenery available. No, they're going to yeah. eat the acorns because it's preferred mm. forage. It's, yeah. it's okay. got a sweeter taste to it. So it's like a chicken yeah. salad versus. They've been, they've been spending the entire spring. As soon as the green up starts in spring, 
all through summer eating new growth. It's it's high in water concentrations and it is just it's green and it's yeah. good food. It's yeah, it's a lot like going out to eat. When you go out to eat and they sit down your salad, your entree, your dessert, typically it's just embedded in you growing up like that's how you eat it. I'm different. I skip the salad, I eat my dessert, and I take half my meal home. So this year's <laughs> gonna be different. <laughs> And that's what they're going to do. Whatever's quickest like and easiest for them that they don't have to move, Yeah, like they're going to eat what they prefer at first, but they have such an array of things to eat with everything being green this year. They literally can stand up in their bedding areas and eat the underbrowsing. They don't really have to go. What's so and great it's, about... It's going to be the white oaks, too. Yeah. What's so great about acorns? white oaks before anything. Have you ever eaten an acorn? No. Well, don't kick it till you try it. For, like the, <laughs> for, for the deer, Stevie, like... One of the biggest things with the acorns is they have a high fat and protein content. So, like right now, deer are just trying to pack on weight because you know they know the rut's coming, they know winter's going to be here before they know it, and they yeah. need to build up that fat reserve to last them through the winter. Okay, I really think they eat them too, just because they hate the squirrels and they want to eat all their food first. <laughs> Maybe. Uh -huh. Amen to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah squirrels. Because think about it. When we see how many archers have you ever talked to who said they've sat in a tree stand and know that deer's coming? Nope, squirrel. Yeah. It happens at least 25 times a night. And then you stop looking, <laughs> and then it's an actual deer. Well, deer have probably the same problem, I would imagine. In the woods, they're constantly got their ears flicking, listening for predators. The squirrels probably screw them up, too. <laughs> they hate them. I've, yeah, I've had squirrels screw what? up a hunt. Yeah. I mean, just coyote, for that coyote, very reason. Coyote, Spooky oh, deer. No, it's another squirrel. Coyote? Nope, it's a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat your acorn. I'm going to eat all your acorns <laughs> so you starve this winter. And some, something else about the browse, like the food that they're eating and what changes that. Yeah. Uh, right now, like you start getting into late summer, uh, soybean fields. If you're around soybean versus a uh, cornfield... They're going to be all over those beans, and that will happen and continue to be the preferred, or the preferred food. The food. The preferred. It's an abbreviation. Delicious. It's like Bradley, Brangelina. Yeah. For, and for the same reason, for the fat content in those soybeans? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What? And But what happens is, first hard frost, mm -hmm. just forget about hunting beans. Because what happens is that, that hard frost, it takes those beans that were sweet and juicy and everything else, and they, they go basically, they go bitter. They'll still eat them. But it's not a preferred browse anymore, so they just turn them off. As soon as that first hard frost hits, they're on to something else. Hypothetically, I don't know anything about food plots. <laughs> so We'll go here, with that. Here's the wild thing, though. like um, Preferred food. like So in the wood line, there's all these white, there's all these acorns. And then there's guys like the Backseat Ford Company, you know, uh, the Beard Bug, all them guys that plant all these amazing food plots. And they, yeah. their pictures look crazy you know alfalfa whatever they're planting clover beets why do the deer go to that before anything like is it because it's not a natural thing that grows like in the mountains of pennsylvania like i've hunted the mountains where they hunt will's been there there's no food plots like there's no tram roads full of clover or beets <laughs> yeah or beets but like why does that all of a sudden become that's what i want i mean is it well, it's, it's a combination of everything I think that we talked about tonight, right? Like Kyle was saying, they they know they got to put on the weight. They want the biggest bang for their buck. They're looking for the stuff that's high in fat, high in protein. Clover is excellent in all of that because it's not normally there. I I love how deer can figure that stuff out, but well, they I, just, they just I can't. Well, you, you can, but you're not spending 
every waking moment of your life out in the woods eating sure. sticks. No, yeah, I get it. To stay warm. No, you would you, you would absolutely be able to figure it out. And here's what here's how they figure it out, right? If I have to live off of sticks and browse and it's not one of these crazy summers like we're having, right. and this leads to why this is going to be a tough year to hunt. Um, when everything isn't solid green mm-hmm. and eatable, which is Canadian for edible. Right, right. <laughs> when, when it's not like that, you have to travel from the seat you're in right now, three blocks down the road to fill your belly. Oh, yeah. But- when I, you turn left, but I and now you can go three inches and fill your belly because you're eating all this high-fat, high-protein, juicy clover, and you don't have to travel mm. far to fill your belly? Mm. Boom, problem solved. So like, You'll come can, back next year, too. When I go out to eat at that restaurant, and they have a special. <laughs> Word up. They have, like, lobster lasagna, and it's not on the menu. And I go for it because it's not normally there. You don't yeah. think it really has anything to do with taste. Lobster like, lasagna is a have, seasonal thing. Yeah. What like when they have like sugar beets and stuff, and these deer go crazy for them? You know, like uh, Uncle Jeff said that they eat the peanut fields and stuff. Like yeah. it's not a taste thing; it literally goes by how much fat can I pack on anything. I think it's a combination of stuff, but the as far as being like a preferred browse, taste I think has a lot to do with it. And that's why if you're in a stand, like if you're in an oak flat, and you can get on a white oak that's in the middle of a bunch of reds. They're coming to you first. The whole what's, ground could be littered with acorns all over the place. What's They're so great white about oaks. white oak versus red oak? <laughs> it's they got a chocolate better. Gore. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the inside. Yeah. Honestly, Steve, and it's an acorn's not, an acorn, right? Well, in your for, mind, for the you, most yeah. part, but they, have they do have their, their subtle differences. And the white oak is just what deer prefer the most. But they'll still eat your sawtooth oaks, your pin oaks. They'll still eat those acorns, but. If you had a pile huh. of white oak acorns and a pile of pin oak acorns, they're going to go to the white oaks first and then hit the pin oaks. So like cashews versus chocolate-covered cashews, what mm. how are you reaching for? First, pin oak cashews. Pin-oak. <laughs> Stevie has a nut allergy. <laughs> this is all lost on him. He's reaching for the epi. Yeah. I'm th- sorry for all the questions. Yeah, it's, I think- it's good. I honestly think, I, I hope that the archers in Pennsylvania take Saturday for what it is, though, and be excited like Buck is, and get out, Yeehaw. regardless if the deer are moving or not, mm-hmm. just be blessed that the weather's going to be good, archery season has started, and don't get frustrated if it isn't like years past, because the weather's not like years past. Right. So, uh, yeah. honestly, if you do your scouting for the white oaks, and you're hunting by your best food source or your best water source... I don't know how much. I mean, in my opinion, I don't know how much that's going to help you this year. It's the, the I have I typically this time of year are seeing deer in fields everywhere. I see deer running across roads. You know, I, I see them where I, I dove hunt. I haven't seen a deer in weeks. Like, not even run across the road. Why do they have to go anywhere? And that, so you know, and to kind of quantify that, or you know, is you scout. You drive to scout. Like you. Take, you take the long way home every time. Mm-hmm. Like the long way home. <laughs> so, you know, that, that kind of does qualify in my mind. Uh, you know, I just try and get home, but you don't. You go all over God's creation trying to see wildlife. And, and this year's... Makes I've, sense. I've, I've taken mm-hmm. those back roads and even through the farm countries, and I haven't seen any deer out. So... Luckily for me, like I have a different pattern than everybody. I get really hyped up later in the season. When I'm out hunting pheasants and stuff, I get to do a lot of my, you know, feet on the ground scouting. 
because where I hunt, there's a lot of there's a lot of big farms, but farms get a lot of pressure, and guys do move stands. Guys come in with their work clothes on, smoking cigarettes, you know, drink, you know, chewing whatever the you know gallon of iced tea. Not a lot of scent control. Guys slamming doors, talking in parking lots. You know, farmers running tractors, whatever the case may be. I can't pattern deer great where the farms that I hunt. All I can do is know travel routes, pinch points, and really the only way that I can really do any of that is once they start cutting hay, which is usually done, once they start cutting some corn, and then I'm starting to see footprints and I'm starting to see trails, and I can only do that by, you know, out really being out there doing it, which is what you don't want to do right now is be out tramping all over your hunting ground, you know, yeah. right before season. Yeah. Most guys right now are staying out of their areas. They've already done their scouting. Right. So preseason for me, like first week or two of archery has always been a bust where I hunt. Once these deer have their patterns, even if you do figure it out, these guys start going in archery hunting in the beginning of the season. Everything changes in two weeks. The deer move, they move their bedding areas, they move what they're doing, their patterns are moving. So all the work that I've done has usually been ruined. Now, didn't we have a... If memory serves me correct, didn't we have a slightly different problem this time last year, and that was how warm it continued it was, to yeah. be? Yeah, you were yeah. sweating the first day, yeah. Yeah, last year it was very warm. Will was comfortable, though. Apparently the the neck gator cushion that the squirrels ate, Will was <laughs> I saw a picture of Will with his shoes off hunting an archery season last year. It was so warm. It was a warm one. Uh, so I, I think the weather is, I mean, the temp has at least cooperated this year, but yeah. heck far. Yeah. Rain go away. No more rain. Well, and, and honestly, I mean, for as as many people as the super wet summer that we've had is going to hurt them for hunting, I think it's going to help just as many others because the deer don't have to go far, which means they aren't going to travel as much. And that's going to hurt some folks. But other folks who maybe they're always hunting the same spot, they may end up with better luck this year. You know, yeah. those, those deer don't have to travel far. They're going to get up late in the evenings. They're going to take short trips to wherever they need to go because they don't have to go anywhere. And next thing you know, they're going to be running into guys that just didn't see them last year. I totally agree. I think the guys in life that never had a chance at a bigger buck, at a shot at a, you know, I have this gut feeling that some guys in life are going to have, that typically don't have the best luck, are going to have some luck this year. It's I'm, just a weird gut feeling. That I like that prophecy. When everything changes, <laughs> things change, you know, and you just don't know what's going to happen. I'm also excited to see if the same uh, average buck size, I mean, as far as racks go, like we, we saw some fruits of the the antler laws or the regs as far as what we can take. I, I just am very excited. I'm hoping to see a continue that that continuing on this year and just not being a one-year fluky yeah. thing. Every I, year I, they're getting bigger. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. But yeah, let's, I, let's see it happen. I can tell you the couple I've seen so far that were taking the special regs area, there's been some monsters already. And I, it's... I saw, was it a young guy, young kid with a 10-point, or was it a young lady that had a, this incredible 10-point out of 5C, I want to say? 5C, that's a good area. Speaking of 5C, Will, Will knows that area. It's uh, okay. What's the report, guys? Not much. It's been, it was slow this weekend. Slow gettings. We, we all saw deer, which was kind of nice to... Is this the same spot you killed a deer last September? Yeah, we hunted different, different places. Same general area, but... Same wildlife management. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, different places. And uh, but uh, we all saw deer, which was really cool. And uh, it definitely, hopefully, it didn't set the tone for the year. But I think it was nice to be out. And uh, I had uh, the morning was slow. Yeah, morning we sat behind my house. It was it was slow. Not for lack He's of squirrels. Got a couple though. acres back there. I'm just saying. Yeah. Is that where you hunted this behind your house? Yeah, we hunt behind my house in in the morning. Um, Do you keep a square squirrel arrow with you? <laughs> I keep a squirrel arrow in my quiver. I'm just. He has like a bat. <laughs> squirrel bat. Oh, because they attack you. And, and, yeah. Bless his heart. <laughs> Flying squirrel attacks. Which update on them? They vacated the premises. Good. At, well, at least they weren't there in the morning. I, I patted on the seat a couple times. There's, there's, and they're honest to God. It's a good tip. Like I learned this from my dad years ago. There's, if you do bump your bow, bump your sights. You know, you get up if there. You trip and, while walking in. Anything that happens, check? and you're up in your stand, second guessing yourself, and and that the ethical part of you is going, I shouldn't shoot. I, I, my, my, my bow only fell down two steps and I caught it, but it did bang off the tree stand. Now you have an arrow to shoot at a dead stump and see if you're still on. Sure. You know, yeah. an arrow that you don't really care about, even if it's an, the same arrow, even if it's older, put a field tip on it, take it with you. Sure. So, yeah. But now, we don't got, shoot at flying yeah. squirrels because <laughs> you don't know where that arrow's going when you release <laughs> But uh, overall, I mean, it was. It was pretty eventful. The the morning was slow with with Will and I, but the afternoon we definitely had a little bit more of a pickup in the action. The winds uh, the winds kind of screwed us royally. They were supposed to be straight out of the north, end up coming out of the northwest, and oh that, man! So <laughs> if they were out of the north, Will probably would have had had a doe down, but that yeah. slight change put put a the one doe that there's a chance i would have had a doe down too if the parkins would have let me help clear, <laughs> clear some lanes uh, i don't know about that I, I don't know if it was the lanes so much as the stand there, selection you have a, a stand that and i'm just kind of poking fun a little <laughs> bit i mean they're gracious and letting me come you know join them to hunt so i'm not going to rip on them too much but Having but a little said bit. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Having said that, like, there's a, uh, there's a, like a trail, like, uh, like actually like a, a farm road that, uh, and she came, uh, out above me, you know, quite a bit above me. And I knew that she's probably going into this food plot, you know, away from me. You know, I knew her direction. So she's going to come, she's either going to be too far away or she's going to come down that road. She came down the road and walked through every limb of every, <laughs> of the trees that, that was right there. Like on, he had it planned out the whole time. Well, I think the, the Parkins brothers had it planned out the whole time because they didn't want me killing first. What's the hang, Kyle? I cannot would, confirm or deny that. <laughs> Who would not <laughs> trim out that road? I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you can't say much. It's, nah, not, you, it's yeah. not your property. I get it. No, nah, it's... <laughs> nah, we, we definitely... Me and my brothers uh, like to be more cautious with 
cutting judicious it's yeah a, it's a it's a clip there and a, a crimp here yeah and, you know once once or twice a week before long it's open yeah yeah and I, noticeable next time i'm taking a whole brush hog and, and do, <laughs> doing everything in the morning well i speak like speaking of that when i went down to check my stands i noticed that the two limbs did grow out in one of my shooting lanes so i was up on the ladder and i reached back and grabbed them i have never tried to break off a more stubborn small pencil sized <laughs> branch in my life i twisted it i bent it in every direction i spun it i tried to hang from it <laughs> i tried to pull it back and rip it you know how sometimes yeah. you bark it's still hanging there bent down because it will not against the grain yeah. yeah the one time i don't have a knife on me clippers no, i was gonna that, chew it off i got so angry know what that branch deserves a settling torch yeah Something. It's not in the way anymore, but it's Space hanging down. Baseballs, the flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's going to taunt me when I'm up in that tree stand later in the season. But well, no, we. It was fun. The deer was not beautiful, big doe, and uh, uh, you know, I just it, it just couldn't make it happen. Now, how high is uh, Kyle stands in here? Um, it he varies. Like, he, yeah. he likes to hunt higher, doesn't he? It it varies. It's they're all over the place. Literally, it just, I don't know. It just whatever Dicks has on sale, <laughs> pretty much. So the lock ons, like the lock ons at my house, are high. Well, high. What were you in? He was in a lock on. Yeah, ladder stand. I was in a lock on in the morning and ladder stand in the evening. Yeah. So the stands at my house that Will was sitting, that Will and I were sitting in, they're probably anywhere from like eighteen to twenty feet in the air. It's a long way for oh, a long man. Call. Yeah. Bucky. That's a whole nother level way you see that. There's no rails. There's no f- footrest. You're going to love it. It's like, that's stand- it's fun. It's like standing on home yeah. plate 20 feet in the air and you better up fall asleep. Just <laughs> dangling your feet. I was looking no, at them. You got to stand up. I call them squirrel nests. At Kenzie's and I was like, no, 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 no. Oh, that's, come on, Bucky. So you're standing on home plate 20 feet That's what I wear a best. You know the little, Steve, you have to have a harness for those. Oh, yeah. At the circus, the trapeze artist, that little platform that they would stand on before they they dive into the bucket of water. bigger than that. That little thing, that's exactly what these things are. Well, that's what they seem like they are when you're standing on them. It's like a size of a home plate. It's a a postage stamp, bud. I don't don't want to hear it. If somebody the size of Sasquatch like myself can sit on that little platform you're more than okay yeah yeah a few years back i got to do a lock on for the first time and i got to do actually do what bucky is about to do and and uh i got to hunt at heartwood and uh tracy was with me and uh we were up and and i'm like i don't did he tranquilize we walked up to it and he's got stands all kinds of stands he's got shooting the housing he's got everything and and we walked up to the the lock on and I'm like, no, what? No, we're no, I, I don't I don't do that. <laughs> There's a Is that the whole stand? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the other pieces? I, I mean I I was aware of them, but I'm like not I I don't do that. What? He's like, go and get, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> you just wear that good safety harness and you'll be fine. hundred and ten percent like I was relying on that. I love those things in, in those situations. I will tell you this, Bucky. When a deer is even remotely close, you do not notice where you're standing in the tree. No. Really? It's like a rifle going off. You don't feel it when you shoot. You don't have a clue that, that you were that you don't have like a 
you get tunnel vision. All right. Yeah. I could I could see that. I could I could potentially see that happening. Mm-hmm. You just got to realize you're sitting there and tell yourself, okay, I'm solid right now and I'm strapped in. Am I falling? No. And then after that, just I'm good. That's There's nothing changing or, from my five straps. minutes. Or when you're taking a leak, it's less area that you're going to hit. You know, you'll just be able to pee freely off the side. Just make sure Tracy's above you when this happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Bucky has a, a leg bag. Yeah, I'm taking the leg bag. Are with you me. really? Yeah. I'm proud of you. Your leg's going to be warm. You better take a leg bag. For a while, anyways. Yeah, until it gets cold. <laughs> I'm taking leg bag with a Texas cath on there. Nice. It's got to do something. Old leg bag Buckman. Put it in a, like a backpack. Like a camelback. Like, it's camel just like back. attached to the bottom of the tree. <laughs> a reverse camelback. <laughs> Actually, you can have two, like one... There you with get, water, one. Just make like, sure you in, hook like, it up they, right. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you put the actually in on the inside and the out on the outside. Bucky, just get a really long tube and find the closest scrape you can, and then that's like instant fresh scrape right there. Just keep on dropping it. Yeah, just keep on. I think a a buck scrapes a buck scrape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just different kind of buck scrape. And for everybody that's listening, go check your tree stands too. Madera, jump in on this. Don't you have one on an oak tree that's 45 feet around <coughs> that you won't let anybody get in? Yes. Like, check your tree stands. Don't go out on the first day because you didn't want to bust. If, even, if it's, mm-hmm. even if it's a day or two in it, run out, check your straps, check that it's tight. Especially if you're leaving your stands out all year long. If, Which they're, I, if, they're, if you're using the strap kind, yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't take anything for, whether it's a flying squirrel or otherwise, to chew through one or of those straps. Pine, yeah. And you won't you won't even notice it. it. Might not even be a visible thing. And they can dry rot. There's all kinds of problems that'll happen with those straps over time. Absolutely, I was surprised. You'll climb up in a tree and you'll sit down. And everything will be great. And then all of a sudden you just hear a little. Yeah, boom. you don't you don't want to hear that sound. I was surprised both my stands were still like dead perfect, except for I didn't like I said didn't take the knife. I was sitting out. Did you ever break jaggers like gently with your fingers breaking them in between the two jaggers? Yeah. They still yeah. get you. They grew up like the first eight rungs all around it. So I knew nobody had been in it. And I was out there pulling on them and snapping them, pulling on them and snapping them. And when you snap them, then you're trying them. not to get you. One pokes in one finger, one pokes in the other finger. But it's nice when the jaggers are all grown around the ladder stand because you know nobody else has climbed through it. Right, right. And it's super concealed. Yeah, just, yes. It is. Just check your stands. Oh, uh, yeah. I want ask Kyle. Be safe. We yeah. got concealment. Oh, yeah. We got concealment. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just don't trim nothing around the tree he, ever. I'm, I mean, literally, when there's like, in either stand, there was two holes. You know, you can, they have to go to one. That's, particular spot otherwise there's branches everywhere you like to challenge but you're not getting picked off yeah right <laughs> you could dance the jig up there and they won't see you <laughs> exactly but hey, they will uh, smell you hey stevie they yeah bubby you. have you done any fishing lately <laughs> i just want you to wake up over there <laughs> what happened bud you those off a little <laughs> where am i all this hunting talk <laughs> Yeah, we all know how that hunting does. What <laughs> that does to Steve? I'm stealing Stevie. We're going fishing this weekend. Make Flounder biting in Ocean all this hunting talks Indian? got him. Got he's got a hankering for our Chaco Taco. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Okay, as you were. 
proceed. <laughs> um, Bucky and I got up on the mountain and got uh, got everything all got some brush in and brushed great. in. Oh, yeah. that was up the mountain. Yeah, I thought that was at your house. That was. He probably has to do that at his house yet. He probably didn't do that. I mean, he's as prepared as anything right now. But was was that the 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 blind on the platform? No, no. This is the this uh, is a new one. Well, we did both. We did. Yeah, numero dos oh. hunting blind on this property. Oh, yeah. This blind day looks that phenomenal. Looks really good. Yeah, you, got, you yeah. see the blind. Check out our Instagram. We posted a picture of it, but it, it's all. It looks like a gigantic bush. It's hilarious. I, I can't imagine what deer think about it. Like That's a gigantic bush. Yeah. Looks like the singing bush. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which bush sang? Three three amigos. <laughs> reference. Oh. oh, yeah. Fire bush. It'll be the stinging bush, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. God willing. But, uh, yeah, we did both. We, we freshened up the greenage. It looks beautiful. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. De- definitely saw a lot of activity it's in the du- area, and it's like uh, quite a bit darker in there too. I, I was, I, I don't know why I worry. I I obsess about different things, and I was just yeah. worried about it being too open and too visible in there. Uh, you know, a lot like Kyle's tree stands, lock ones. Now, when you guys go up there, will you wear black? Black to yeah. to hunt out of that. Yeah, that, yeah. Yes, that I mean, blows my mind that you guys are that worried about it when like your camo is already a dark color. What the black wearing black? Yeah. Because what do you mean? What do you mean? When we're sitting black, here, you're going with black or is, is like it's dark in there. Yeah. And the last thing you want to do, like even this this. What if you decide original bottomland is no. too light? Plan I mean, B, it, and you're gonna you're gonna sip. You're going to move. I'm going to deal with it. You're going to still be in black? Well, I was going to ask, do you wear something over I, top of your black to walk in I don't out? typically move. I mean, I'm just sticking At out. At least for that set, I won't. But the evening, I might choose so a different option. So what happens if you're walking I to the blind? What DK saying, you're walking to the blind, and a big eight-point runs out across hell and stops, and you have to kneel down, arrow and arrow up, and sit there and wait them out, but you I don't have, have a camo on. Well, you got to do what you got to do in that situation then, but Then you got to put camo on. Well, if he's right in front of me, I don't even. I've got to be still right there, right? I, but you I look just like a black bear in the wood. I don't get. Roar. I don't understand Good. why you're <laughs> obsessed with wearing black with that. Like, why not just wear camo? Wear your wear your normal because scent. It's green on it, black because it matches, bud. Let's get down to the bottom. DK don't like you wearing black. No, and you're, he that's, always it's, does this. It's fine. I just I'm not I'm not understanding. The whole concept from what I gathered was with the blinds is you have a solid backdrop in there. So you want a solid black Front drop. or dark color. Whereas if you're wearing camo, you have multiple patterns and lines and everything and going else. And it reflects else. light differently. The, you know, the, the inside of the blind is black you, for a reason to dampen light. You get in there and, and literally... Had I not known Will was sitting in there, I wouldn't have seen him in there because I... I would have to. It's dark, but when the light areas like his arm, I could see his arm. I was just going to ask: Do you guys paint your face or wear a face mask while you're sitting in there? I have face mask. I wear a face mask, and, and I, color, I'll paint around my eyes, even yeah, especially with mad. the glasses. What color would you wear in a goose blonde? In like a pit goose blonde, not a layout blonde, but a pit goose. What blonde. color is it? What color is the backdrop? 
Well, you mean like our layout blinds? No, I mean like a true pit blind. Not like not well, technically not a pit because they're illegal in Pennsylvania. Right, right. But like a true blind, a Black. waterfowl blind. What kind that, of that's it? that's like a pit blind. They dig the blind in the ground, Buck, and then it's right, yeah. right. Which your background would technically be black because brown. it's the the lids are closed. What mm-hmm. color are you gonna wear then? If it's brown background, it's it's you're gonna have it's usually brown. So the the camos and stuff are fine. But if you build it and painted it black inside, but like I'm not sure why you're so offended by. I'm this, not offended. I'm just is. wondering. <laughs> He's playing that. He's curious because he doesn't wear black. And oh. I, I I wear I wear my camo <laughs> when well, I hunt a blind in a tree. What are you surrounded by? How many browns and greens? So you want to blend into that background in a blind? The backdrop of that blind is not browns and greens. I get, I get what DK's saying. It's actually a good topic because I've hunted it's, turkeys out of blinds for years with Will, and I I wear camo in my blind all the time because I like to be able to move from A to B, and I don't want to have to change to black. But if now bringing that up, I'm thinking that I'm going to take a extra, extra large long sleeve shirt to just throw over what I have on its black. Yeah. Well, let's it's, have the colorblind guy but give us the yeah, voice. Let me, let, me, voice let me help you guys out with this debate. Thank you. It's, some of it's going to depend on how you're hunting out of your blind. There isn't a blind on the market today that isn't, you know, like a quote unquote 360 blind. So you can see and or shoot out of a window in any direction, right? Mm-hmm. Depends how you set that up and how you plan to hunt out of it. If you have your blind set up backed into brush where you don't need to open those back windows so you are literally hunting with a complete solid black background which i do i can see that however if if you're gonna open that window up the black outfit that you're wearing head to toe now you stand out like a sore thumb because there is foliage behind you there is you know movement and and just other colors and you're just a human silhouette in the middle of it and I'll buy that for a So dollar. if you're opening your windows all the way around, then you're definitely much better off in camo. So take your camo and black clothing when you're in the ground blind. Basic, uh, basic, basically what I said is, <laughs> sorry about that. Basically what I said was we, uh, we're all right. Yeah. Do you think that it matters with a really like bright, sunny, like sun at the noon level versus low light conditions too? Is, can they see like a sundress? You know, you can see through a sundress. Not saying I ever looked through a sundress, but can they see through the blind and see movement? I, that's Nobody gonna, here doesn't know what a sundress looks no, like. No, it would depend on the material that the blind's made out of. A lot of these big things, and I don't want to, again, throw out names, but there are blinds where like they're super thick, heavy canvas material, and it doesn't matter. The sun could be directly behind it, and the deer could be in front of it. They'll never see through the wall. Well, that one at ATA we saw last year, you can even shoot through all the mesh. Like, there's no open yeah, window. All those shoot-through windows and stuff, that yeah, technology yeah. is super sweet. Uh, you could ask my brother-in-law, Brad. He shoots through the walls of them sometimes, <laughs> even when you're not supposed to. <laughs> oh, nice. Generally, he misses the deer when that happens, but sometimes he shoots through the walls. You don't want to get detected now, do you? Right. Uh, I've been there. It was just a curious mind question. Just What was that? Think, think, uh, on top of that, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I that's my preference, man. I I prefer black on black, um, and and if a ground blind's brown, I'm gonna do brown. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because in a duck blind, we used to wear camo, but it was painted brown inside. 
and it was wide open. It was a lot more yeah. light getting into it than a smaller window. That, you know, that's why. That's what's tripping me up is that with a deer blind, it's so shadowed that no matter if you have a dark green on, you're going to be blocked out. You're blacked out anyways. No, I don't think But some of your camo patterns out. have lighter spots on them, though, and they, that will reflect light more. One of the things that's tripping me up here, though, and I'm not picking. It's something to think about down the road as an upgrade. They actually sell non-glared prescription glasses. You're looking at me right now, and all these lights are like UFOs glaring all over your glasses. Are you going to black out your beard? That if you get the sun wrong he on your glasses, a, a it might face, be like a, a man veil. Man, deep. <laughs> just wondering. Do you want to come out and give me the sounds like the, the old oh. guard inspection before I? <laughs> <laughs> I just I just thought of that. I, he already answered it. <laughs> Think about it. I better go home now and start getting ready. Dye the beard. No, but honestly, the, the glasses are glary. I'm not picking yes, on you. And, and I do. There are times, especially when I'm hunting out of a tree, I have a veil that I use. To cut the glare to off To cut the, the glare off of the sun, especially in those those um, early morning when the sun's at, at that right angle onto my glasses sure. uh, and in the evening. Yeah, I do plan for that. Uh, that has been a thought of mine. Like, Even your, in like the, your turkey mask type of Yes. Yeah, yeah. Even in the duck blind. It's, yeah, I've noticed you wear it in a duck blind before. Uh, I just always have a concern about, about my glasses glaring and giving me away. Well, what about your beard? Are you going to color that too? Dude, never will I do that. This is part of nature. You need to just, right behind you, you need to take a can of gray spray paint and put three or four dots right behind you in the blind. So that you when shoot. you move around, the deer can't see the, <laughs> the silverback's face moving. Yeah, you should eat cake the night before. <laughs> I should. V- vanilla flavored, though, not peanut but butter. That peanut butter icing does dye the beard nice and brown. So let's get into this real quick, too. So you're going to hunt out of a blind this year. You guys' blind looks great. You said last year, you said last week that you were going to start shooting out of your chair. Did you do that this week? You start practicing? I did not get to shoot out of a chair because it was very little time that i was had the opportunity not to shoot out in the rain right um so i you have a nice big garage i quickly or i could go downstairs and that would be about 20 yards but i quickly went 20 ran yards outside. in your basement it's, it's 20 20 20 yards he's got a big basement. he's got a, yeah. big basement. That's that's got a basement. long house the lo- the length wise is i could get 20 yards probably from wall to wall easy that's you're pro- close to that in here yeah you gotta yeah. yeah. be close to 20 18, here uh, like 17 and a half yeah. this way yeah really we need to knock that wall out deke and move it back three feet at least yeah buck's basement goes on for days that's the wall to the steps bud I don't know why you don't have a twenty-yard range down there. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, it's sitting down there, just the what do you have to say in, for yourself? Indoor Buck? range. Just ne- <laughs> do you have that? No. Uh, in my office where I work on the bows, I have an eight-yard. You have range. An eight. <laughs> yes. Is that the split range where you do the split? The shoot through the paper. Yeah. Is that yeah yeah I've been. Well, it uh, looks like we're demo in Buck's basement and making a twenty-yard range. <laughs> You should have a techno oh, hunt down there. Jeez. Yeah. They even have financing on it. Sorry I deked you guys. <laughs> I want to wish you guys all luck Saturday. I really I, th- I hope you guys all do great. Have fun. Yeah, best yeah. of luck to everybody going out across the state. I got the, uh, I got to switch it up at the last minute. Yep. I got a crossbow action. 
that I have to do because I happen to have a uh, a thing. A thing. Yeah, it's a small thing. It's a little hiccup. It's a big thing. It's a biggish yeah. small thing. Anyway, I so sometimes this happens, and I, I'm prepared. Thank goodness. I you know Ryan and I shot my bow in and my crossbow in, and I wasn't even. You know, thinking about a crossbow. It, it just wasn't, wasn't a thought. That it wasn't was, something you were intending to use, but it was there and we shot it in. That was fortuitous. <laughs> yeah. So Absolutely. I happened to go under the knife a little bit. Not not like that. It's the just, needle. Not yeah, everybody the sprains their thumb a week before archery season. <laughs> I got a, <laughs> had a heart cath and uh, just to make sure everything's okay. Is everything okay? Everything's okay for the most part. I have high blood pressure that I got to treat, but... Uh, I have a family history that's not like, you know, I don't know how many, maybe other people have family history like ours. But, I doubt it. But ours is Boy, pretty, I hope not. Pretty severe. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, uh, my, yeah, you know, my father's first heart attack was at 40 and I'm torn, I'm turning 40 on Friday. So, you know, you get nervous, you get mm-hmm. messed up in the head and, and uh, couple, you know. I gotta get but on you're top good of some though, things. right? I'm good. You're good. I'm all good. So, but I can't because of that catheterization. I can't use my right arm. Uh, so, it's crossbow. There's Let's nothing do wrong it. with a crossbow. No, nope. You wouldn't have such high blood pressure if you would just wear camouflage in your bind and not have to listen to Deke complain. About <laughs> I think you something to that. And a bar of lavender soap. Bar <laughs> calming lavender. Yeah. Calming. Well, speaking will, Deke. Will you come over and uh, on Friday night and lay out all my clothes for me? I appreciate that. Run, run a <laughs> run a lavender bath. <laughs> Speaking of things to bring in the blind, hey Ryan, yeah, bud. You know what time it is? Oh, is it that time? It's oh, we time. Get to that. You we got you a topic hurry. hat. Oh yeah, it is time for the Bear the Hunt topic hat. Oh, it's a time, shaking. We have time it's for a, a quick shaking. one. Oh yeah. yeah, I got. We got a quick one. We'll do a quick one then. Uh-oh. Get I just that thing a shaking while Ninja's is shaking it. Yep. Jump on over to BetterHunt.com. Better Check out all the great com. stuff going on over there. Grab a bowmate, and when you're adding stuff to the shopping cart, put in the promo code Rut, Rut River, River 15. fifteen. Holy buckets! Yeah, What's 15, that get you? Fifteen percent off your bowmate. Boom! Wow. Come on, Stevie, get, get you some. some. Vanna White, man, pick a topic there. This week's Better the Hunt topic hat. Do you find journaling your hunting and fishing trips advantageous? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to start off. Let me start off. I was going to no. say, here's the thing. I didn't put that topic in. I don't think I could spell advantageous. Yeah. I, I, I That's don't why it me. took me so long to pronounce it. Yeah, I don't journal, so I I don't journal. I just keep it all in my head, and I guess maybe if you count this podcast as a journal, that's that's about all I do. Right? No, I'm out too. I don't do it. Uh, you uh, make lists though, which is close to journal. Oh, that is. You're the king of lists. I remember things that I see, not from hunts. Like we said about when I'm out hunting other things, I make lists. It's almost like snapshots of things that I make decisions later based upon what I've seen before. Yeah. That's kind of like journaling. Kind of. I don't actually write it down except for lists, but I make pretty extensive lists. <laughs> they are. Yeah. 
other than 2D taxidermy and because these smartphones now store date and time and location, I I wouldn't journal if you even call it, consider that journaling. Nope. I wish I did. I was going to yeah. say the same thing. I didn't mean to cut right off, but now that I think about it, I kind of wish that I had time to do it because some of the stories that we even tell on here, I've, by the time Thursday comes around, I forget half the details. Mm-hmm. So, Well, it, I mean, it would help for that, but the way I understand it and the things I looked into, I actually got an app, I think about three years ago, and I was going to start doing it. There's apps you can get to, to do your journaling from your hunting stand. Is there? Oh, yeah. And if you can capture what you saw, what the temperature was, what the barometric pressure was, what the wind direction and speed was, you know, what the overall weather was like, all that stuff, you can write it down in about 35 seconds at the end of each hunt. I don't know why I wouldn't for all these years. I would have so much information I could look back on. And then this Saturday, super wet, right? Mm -hmm. Well, let me go back through my journal and find out the last time I hunted when it was super wet. What did I see? What worked? What didn't? Just good, good (laughs) data. Commander data. Go ahead. I do it. I I won't say journal. I would have never guessed. I I keep a log sheet. Love, Captain. Do you wear camo or black love? when you keep this log? Uh, normally I do it at work the next day. I, oh, I, I khaki. Feel, I feel oh, in, um, khaki. I just have an Excel spreadsheet. I hope the bobs don't listen. What's to that? This. Is that so, on a, like a yeah computer a, a computer? Just an Excel spreadsheet. I. This is just hunting trips or hunting This is just fishing? hunting. Just fishing, hunting. I have a book in my glove compartment mm-hmm. that I'm not as diligent to keep up with. Is next, that like lore and colors though, based upon? Yeah, you know. yeah. So the fishing would be like what I fish for, what time of year, and what baits. Um, and then, but hunting, I, I I did it to keep track of, well, it started, I, I think I started in like 2012 or 2011 of when I was able to actually hunt. So, you know, like, it works out too if your wife says, "Oh, you've hunted too much this year." You can be like, "Well, according to this year, I've only hunted three times, and last year I hunted five. You know, you can that wouldn't work for me. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, so this can work out more than more than one way, guys. But um, right now, the how it's evolved is now it's the date, uh, what I'm hunting, what location, especially stand. If it's the same property, what stand, um, morning or evening, so time, moon phase, and then what I saw. How about the wind direction? Do you ever throw it in? Yes. Wind direction's in there too, actually. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like in the note of, if especially um, sometimes in like the note part, I'll put where the deer are coming from and according to the, deer, the, the I, direction of wind. I can't see where... Even starting it now, Ryan's not a bad idea, you know. So it's never too late to start it. I think it was a great idea that you did that. Now, it, Will Will's family in Bedford has a log sheet. Can I talk about that? Yeah, they have a log sheet from what thirty, forty years ago of every deer ever taken off that property. Yeah, yeah, and my it's genetics. And can you can you enlighten? Uh, I don't know what all they write down, but I know it's I don't extensive. exactly know, but like it's part of his like his life, you know. Like he, you know, if he ever becomes convalescent, not really just only his want, deer either. The deer off the property. no, it's the whole thing. Yeah. How would he learn to read people's mind? He would want us to. <laughs> <laughs> 
he wants me to, you know, wants us to read him his journals, you know, and because oh. uh, it's like that, that detailed, and and that's part of his history, his legacy, and uh, but um, and that's all for stuff that they they actually harvested. Yeah, yeah, everything <laughs> that we took off the mountain from from since he was a kid. That's I mean, sweet. He's been yeah. Journaling. That's that's actually really cool. I stumbled across. Um, something that my brother-in-law and his family did growing up. So, you know, when Brad was growing up, they actually took the shell. Those aren't accurate. (laughs) (laughs) I can promise you that. Well, probably not. (laughs) But But I think his, you know, his dad, his brother, uh, his grandfather, there was actually a bag because I I sort of... Sure. ...was handed down a bunch of reloading equipment. entries aren't accurate. Yeah, I'm sure Aaron's stuff is way off too. But I I was inherited these this bag of shells and I was going through all kinds of stuff and I, I unzipped this little, it was like an old bank envelope and I unzipped this thing and I'm like, what are all these shells, different caliber stuff was all mixed up. And I picked one up and I looked and there was a piece of paper rolled up in it. Yeah. Yeah. They actually took the shell that they shot. They wrote down on whatever slip of paper they had. Some of them were the back of old tags and some were just slips of paper, napkins but they wrote some stuff down about the deer, what stand they were in, and what it was, you know, what the deer was. That's the date. cool. I they signed that. it, rolled yeah. it up in a piece of paper, stuck it in the shell. I have a bunch more, I think. Yeah, I can show you. That's okay. cool. Yeah, I never, I never like thought about capsule. that when you talk about journaling, but that's kind of cool. Well, yeah, I think it's great. And that when DK now DK's done it long enough. Whenever Lemon's old enough to be an archery hunter, she's gonna have all that info to hunt all that. She's like he's done all the field work and wrote it down and went through. Like you, what you said, like a couple minutes extra, all that little bit of extra. Yeah, work. it's maybe five minutes. I mean, luckily, like the moon moon phase thing is coming from an app, which you can look back. You know, you don't have to like some. You have to look forward. This one, you can look back and see what yeah. the moon phase hmm. was. So, huh. that's cool. More but. deer and waxing or waning. Now, I can't say that I haven't written about things like journaling. I have a book that I wrote about my experiences in Alaska, a lot about it, like memories. I tried to write down as much as I possibly could. Um, we should do an ebook. We should do an ebook. Yeah. yeah. That catfish reads, I'd sell like gold. You want to do it? Sure, why not? Let's I'll do it. it. I'll read it. I'll bring it in one of these podcasts. I'll read you one of the pages out of it, one of my. And it's literally a journal of what I did that day. You know, climbed mountain, saw some dull sheep. You know, drank that drank right out of the creeks because you can do that that far north. Yeah. Whooped know. a grizzly. <laughs> Not on that day. Not, that's what I mean. But that I know was, there's <laughs> that but was I, a ride at Bland's Park. Whoop a grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a gay bar. <laughs> I almost regret that I haven't done it now my whole life. Right, right or dull down. Yeah, yeah man. But pictures in the podcast help. You know, one day, I told a lady today at work, she's like, oh, what's your, she was x-raying her, and she's, what's your favorite TV show, honey? I said, I don't watch TV. I'm saving all that from when I'm in a retirement home, and I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. I got things to do right now. But one day, when I am older in a retirement home, this podcast, I'm going to forget most of the episodes and go mm-hmm. back and go, that's what Stevie does on a Friday. That was our time. We're going to have... It was like the Goonies. This is our time. We're going to have the whole wing just play it overhead as like elevator music. Oh, the wing of the... The wing of the old folks. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wing? What? Chicken wing? (laughs) Yeah. 
There will be no squirrels on the property left of the retirement home. <laughs> or the I will find a way to trap them and get rid of them. Make squirrel legs. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have like little tan squirrel hides I put on everybody's walkers and sell them. Everybody will be eating wild game Wednesday. Yep. <laughs> so, Dickie's the only one that journals. Yeah. Interesting. Hold on. So David Kyle's the only one that journals. Renaissance man. Interesting. Stevie, I'm surprised yeah. you don't journal about fishing. I have no time to journal about it. It's on. It's 30 it's, minutes at a time. That's yeah, like on to the next step. That's like 25 I, casts. I, I, yeah, but I, I here's, wish I, here's why I, I wish I did it more for fishing is so then I don't have to go through the second guessing of what bait I should use. I can look at a scenario yeah. and have a starting point where I might be three lures or color of lure I, ahead. I don't, I don't see I that. How can Save you just time. pick a scenario out of randomly? Well, here, like well, my father-in-law oh. has books and you, where are you going to pull that out? Well, if, well you, if traditionally you're in a stained water and you, and it's a rocky bottom, you know, and you can look at like say five of five of those scenarios really quick. 1989, I was <laughs> hitting the rocky bottom. So stained your water. If you're organized, I'm sure you have tabs in it. They didn't have whopper ploppers in '89. There, there's just a, a lake that I fish at most mornings. Finesse rig. In morning lake. Yeah, mo- bre- breakfast, breakfast lake. Breakfast lake. And uh, and it, it shut down the last two weeks. And in, in two weeks, I've caught two or three bass there in the morning. And uh, it's pretty well. For I don't know why, if it's the rain or, or or what it was, but it's just been. Pretty terrible fishing. And last year, right about this time, the same thing happened. And I don't remember if it was... When you saw the bear. Uh, no, that I saw the bear in uh, April last year. But, oh, sorry. Uh, or March or April. So if you had notes on this... If I had notes on that, I'd be able to go back and yeah. say, hey, don't, don't bother going to breakfast lake because... Or, <laughs> I would just be wasting my time. Or don't bother going to breakfast lake well, and throwing... But let's be realistic. Is that going to stop you? It's if not, you're like, oh, this nah, time last year the fishing turned point. off, I'm not going to go that, today. And that was Probably my point. It, instead of journaling, that's 25 more casts Stevie could do during the day. And that's what he but does. But Deke waits till he's on the crapper at work. <laughs> I get I get over-organized sometimes when I have guests. So when you guys came hunting with me at gyms for turkeys, I drew you maps. Yes. Like, I, like big maps. And like we had a... They were accurate. We had a weird... like. Uh, huddle before we, yeah, yeah, yeah. before we went hunting, and it was cool. I don't, you know, when you, I don't have to do that when I'm hunting by myself. But when you're trying to share information, yeah, with somebody else, like I come hunting with you, those, those might be extremely helpful, especially if you start adding little hand drawn maps with it. Help, like a helpful map, hand drawn in the ground in Canada, kind of a map. No, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't All think right. we would ever get there. I just clarify because that was a Earth Journal, if you will. Uh. Am I allowed to? Yep. Uh, I'm allowed to do whatever the hell I want. I would like to stop everything right now, and it only happens once in a lifetime, or once every ten years, as I say, because. I'd like to sing happy birthday to my brother, Will, since oh. he's turning 40. Oh. Let's do it. And That's I don't so sing good. happy birthday to pretty much anybody. Just hours away. Will. Bucky's going to get loud real quick. We might Let me turn everything uh, down. I hope we don't lose listeners after Can you, they uh, hear us sing. Can you flip the auto-tune on? 
Happy birthday. How old are you now? 40 tomorrow. I'll be 40. Big 4 oh. Big 4. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Will. Optimizer Happy Prime. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Stop it. I just teared up like Bucky did. Sounded like Bob Dylan was beside me. <laughs> yeah. It was, I, we thought, just I thought we just started live. a barbershop quartet. Yeah, acapella group. Yeah, Leanna's dad calls. You know, and he goes, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And it sounds, it, we always joke, it's like Bob Dylan. Oh. Uh, is that like early Bob Dylan or late Bob Dylan? It could be 70s Bob Dylan. <laughs> Rocket he, man. Is he wearing black or is he? does he have some camouflage on? Oh, man. That guy probably has camouflage on. I'd like to hear the guy sing it. What's a crazy janitor from Joe Dirt's name? Oh, what's uh, that crazy Christopher Walken yeah, yeah I'd love to hear him sing like so like happy happy, happy birthday happy, to happy birthday to, to you yeah. of course like happy birthday uh, I know I got Will, it's, like, it's your birthday it's like it's it's your birthday happy birthday what was his to name you. in the the janitor name Clem Clem Gert B. Frobe or something like yeah. that <laughs> Gert B. Frobe we digress you talking to me oh Clem. man you don't talk to me like yeah. You've got a headache today, yeah, Stevie. You're Look losing it, Stevie. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Does your mother sew? Uh, <laughs> Boom! Get her to sew that. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if I don't know if we're gonna be able to sleep with all this excitement coming up this weekend. Uh, I'm excited. Speak for yourself. I'll sleep like a baby. <laughs> Guys, I'll text you when I'm leaving. <laughs> I'll be up. Be like, wake up. Ryan will be texting me early in the morning too. I'll, I'll send you some nudes as I'm getting out of my scent-free shower, Please Steve. don't. I've been quiet, and I'm not too excited because I don't know if I'm even going to get out first day. What? I don't want to talk about it. It's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. I don't think I'm getting out. It's too it, many kids. It's so bad. What, it's is bad. it a work thing? You guys going shopping at the outlets? No, I got kids with college visits and soccer matches and... They should lower Ice the driving and it's license thing insane. to 12. So <laughs> I agree. Here, here. Yeah. <laughs> or like St. Kitts, just let them ride their four-wheelers. Get them a bus pass. Thank you guys for the happy birthday, and I think we did the topic hat a little bit justice. The better the hunt topic hat. That's the one. That's Boom. It. Hey, guys, when we're not uh, taking our kids out for college visits or in the cath lab <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting our hearts checked out through radial access or... Are worrying about are we wearing Wardrobe camouflage malfunctions? Camouflage or black that that day. Where can people find us? They can find us at ruttenriverpursuits.com. They can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Twitter. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel where we post all our episodes. Episodes. <laughs> Rutten River <laughs> Pursuits Podcast. 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 And, of course, you can find the podcast itself on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, CastBox. Yes, and if you want an accurate journal of the Rutten River Pursuits podcast, you can subscribe <laughs> on iTunes. Hey, season two's almost over, right? We've almost coming yeah. to a close yeah. here. Yeah. This is, uh, coming quick. Coming quick. I, will this be part of season three? No, no, this is still season two. I can't, I don't know Man, the dates. All this this might talk. be the last one. 
Yeah. If it is, if he is accurate, if his journals this, are this, this up will, to snuff. This will be the last one. Man, all this worry has made me hungry. <laughs> Where can I get a snack at? What are you going to do, Buck? You're going to go to mfjerky.com? I just might, bud, and I just might put in MF Jerky Pursuits. Well, oh. that won't get you much. So good luck with that. Denied. That'll get you. That'll get you full price. Coupon code not available. <laughs> That'll get you a big F you. <laughs> Sorry, Buck. Moose out French should have told you jerky shops closed. <laughs> that sounded French. Was that even English? And, uh, so, Bucky, what are you going to do? Are you going to go to mfjerky.com? Yes, and <laughs> and you know what, Will? I'm going to put in Jerky Pursuits 15, and I'm going to get 15% off of everything. The entire heart. website. Holy yeah. Entire cats. website. Even that sweet, delicious pecan coffee yeah, they got. Leave that teriyaki jerky for me. Don't buy it. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't buy the uh, sweet sticks. Have Those you had delicious. the Chesapeake Bay? Yeah, we have. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They yes. sent us delicious. a lot. Actually, like they it? sent us four packs of those, and you guys got two, because Lacey half stole of, two. Yeah. And we she? went to Canada. Yeah. The rest oh. of them went to Canada. Oh. The, the Canada. Canada. The bears Ooh. ate it. The bear did eat one pack of it. <laughs> you got to tell us how you caught a handful Weezy. of walleye and pike, too? Nerds. <laughs> yeah, you nerds. Like, yeah. All right. That's Beat it, nerds. It Journal that. <laughs> How are we going to wrap this up? See ya. <laughs> Peace. Rig and weedless. Uh, Bucky, just get a really long tube and find the closest scrape you can. And then That's like instant fresh scrape right there. Just keep on dropping. Yeah, just keep on. I think a, a buck scrape's a buck scrape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just different kind of buck scrape. I don't know what all they write down, but I know it's. I don't exactly know, but like it's part of his like his life, you know. Like he, you know, if he ever becomes convalescent. Not really, just only his deer either. The deer off the farm. No, it's the whole thing. How would he learn to read people's minds? He would want us to. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't have such high blood pressure if you would just wear camouflage in your mind and not have to listen to (laughs) Deke (laughs) complain. I think you something to at that. a bar of lavender soap. <laughs>